taco, taco, taco. And what you are hearing is the sound of the uh, guac in its native habitat. Yes. Red Raiders. Hello, Thread Raiders. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, one and all, welcome to the Thread Raiders podcast. My name is Fenwald Griswick, and C-A-T-K and I decided that we wanted to have a week off, because we're selfish. As such, welcome, one and all, to the extra special Thread Raiders podcast year in review for 2018. For ease of use, this episode has been divided into two parts, episode 40A, which is this episode, and episode 40B. In this episode, we will cover numbers 70 through 26 for those of you who want as much greatness as your ears can handle. However, if you're still looking for somebody to kiss at midnight and need the extra hour for texting purposes, you can skip this episode and move straight to episode 40B for the best of the best. And now, on with the show. Number 70. All right, TK. What the f*** is a mint tea cake? Yes! What kind of life are you a living, man? Mint tea cake! <laughs> no, so I was talking to Daquan. Now, one of the things you have to remember when you are texting or messaging Daquan is that whatever comes back is going to be completely wrong. <laughs> Every single time. He loves to voice to text all the time <laughs> and it never comes out how it's supposed to so he, he asked me a question about tk but instead of it coming out tk it came out minty tea cake <laughs> my favorite type of tea cake after cherry yes and now he is my little minty tea cake forever it's so cute and i couldn't believe it i was like what did you just call and i had no idea and i was like minty tea cake like what does that mean <laughs> i'm trying to put it in the sentence like i always do put my decoder ring on to find out what the extras say today (laughs) (laughs) and he's like tk and i was like what (laughs) i gotta tell you you pour some booze over the top and you're not too far away that's fabulous you've made it to number 69 in the winter time it gets dark around three or four Okay. Well, yeah, it's kind of normal, I guess. But there's no, like, you don't have sun for a certain amount of months or anything? No, 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 not here. <laughs> not like... But if you, if you go up to Narvik, nor- where my um, my uh, grandmother's from, they have pitch black most of the wintertime. Yeah. In, in the summertime, they have 24 hours of sunlight. Wow. Yeah, that, that would fuck you up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They made a movie up there, but like it was a vampire movie, didn't they? Yeah, they that? made they made the one. Uh, uh, what's it called? Daylight. I forget or? what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah, where when it turned dark, like they came and invaded the whole town. Are you thinking of proposal with Sandra Bullock? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that one. Because love that movie. Yeah, it's not that. One. <laughs> 
Number 68. I was insane with the amount of time I would put into work and everything like that just because I was looking for that that next raise or that next promotion or something, you yeah. know, and God, and, and it was, it was, it was a inherent ambition that I had in me that, um, now in my forties, I'm like, uh, uh, it's okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be like, you know, famous or have like the greatest whatever i'm just like my life is good i'm married i'm happy you know um i get to play games with my friends every week uh what could what what more could you ask for so when you say you worked in hotels do you mean like as an escort (laughs) no starting at the front desk and working my way through to the point where i was running my own properties this is delicious all right so i gotta ask when like an escort comes in. Do you know that she's an escort? Like when she's at the front desk? Like is it obvious? Um you know Is the John just standing there with beads of sweat saying, Please let my credit card go through? <laughs> uh you know, I honestly I don't remember any situations where there was a definite escort situation. We So they're pretty hidden. We did <laughs> Well, I can tell you from my experience. Um <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, you're lying to me because it's a family show, and I appreciate that. But afterwards, you have to tell me the truth. Uh, uh, hey, no, just just to be honest, I we the one of the hotels I worked at was literally like one of those hotels that's by Disneyland. Um, so it was like I don't know, it was pretty boring, you know, nothing exciting. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Well, Matt, you you mentioned uh, that you. All the escorts were dressed up like princesses. Oh <laughs> That's funny. Really? Another Jasmine? Really? <laughs> How original. Oh, you don't see Belle very often. Oh. <laughs> Why doesn't anybody ever want to dress up as Belle? <sighs> you, you, were, you were asking something, David? Yeah, Maddie, I was... I was going to say, uh, you mentioned that uh, if I workaholic, how you're happy with your life right now and kind of satisfied. You know, you have time to play games. And I was going to use that as a segue, but we kind of got sidetracked with mistresses. <laughs> My bad. 67. But, and you took it in to sell it for them, and they asked you to play it. You're not going to know how to play it. Just burn it in the fireplace at that point. <laughs> well, there you go. Problem solved. And so I do have one final news story today. As we are wont to do here on the podcast, in the interest of distributing important information that can help people live better lives. Uh, this week, the CDC uh, did a, a PSA uh, that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, do not reuse your condoms. <laughs> and, and, end of public service <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Oh my God! I, that, to me, that's common the sense. End. <laughs> and now it's time for tea. <laughs> oh Number sixty-six. Yeah. It's 
it's really cool. It's really cool to see people support each other and get out there and, uh, you know, and, and maybe they, maybe they have a, an argument that they want to get into with somebody and, and, you know, you get to see a different side of things that you might not have thought of. Like, you know, all, all you people out there who eat pineapple on your pizza, like I never thought there were so many of you weirdos, <laughs> but you know, I mean, su- such is life and, and we all, you know, we, we all, we get, all accept each get other where we need to be sooner or later. You know, I mean, some will end up in hell and other people will keep eating good pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Number 65, my dear. It is a very interesting show. I had the opportunity to listen to a couple of episodes this week, and it was really good. Thank you. Um, yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to share with our listeners uh, the kind of DM that you are. All right. Ooh. So I, I would like to uh, propose a scenario. I'm okay. sitting at your table. All right. And yep. I'm one of your players. So you're, you're my dungeon master. I roll a medicine check, but the die rolls off the table. It hits me in the vagina, and then it turns out that it's a nat 20. Okay? Does the roll still count? Yes, it does. That's what I thought. And that's why you should listen to this podcast, listeners. I was actually listening to that episode the other day, and I was like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Why are we recording this? (laughs) (laughs) 64. So if you get zapped by an electric eel, could it kill a human? No, actually my dad got zapped by an electric eel once. It hurts like hell. Your life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's off uh, Monhegan Island up in Maine. He's like, it hurts like hell, but it won't kill you. But it hurts like hell, and it burns like a jellyfish burn. I heard that's how you snapped your back. Is that true? (laughs) Oh no! I wish that were how I messed up my back. So, so he didn't die. But if we attached a bunch of cars to him and lit him up. I think he would die, wouldn't he? I don't. Oh, well, I mean, if we attached like you know a bunch of cars to him and decided, hey, let's hook these up in series and then you know connect it. Yeah, I mean, anyway, would die. I don't think an electric eel can generate the forty what is it, forty-seven amps it would take to power four cars, let alone multiple cars. So I think TK's dad would have died. If we plugged all those cars to him, so I'm going to say this is false. <laughs> That's my final answer. Yeah. <laughs> Based on TK's dad's. He's still alive because it, it happened before I was born, and I was born, so. <laughs> 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 Unless I'm a weird time traveler like Marty McFly. All right, TK, what are you going to decide? You going for uh, false? I'm going with false because that just doesn't Ooh, seem right. The answer is false. Ah, yay. Tell your dad thank you. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dad, you know that scar you got on your hip from that electric eel? It helped me. It helped us with a freaking. If I win today contest. because of your father, <laughs> make sure you tell Took him. one for the team he did. Good for him. 36 years ago. Number 63. Yay! I need to know why. I'm literally. You can't hear it, but I'm slamming my <laughs> head against the desk uh. right now. I'm going to mute it. Cawker City, Kansas. Population 469. Uh, it, this ball of twine is considered one of the eight wonders of Kansas. 
<laughs> it is, as I said before, contained in an open-air gazebo. And as of September 2009, the ball of twine weighed 19,198 pounds. It consists of 1,510 miles worth of twine. No, I don't know how long that is in metric. Um, <laughs> however, it does stretch from, if you were to unwind it, from Cawker City, Kansas, all the way to Yale in New Haven, Connecticut. So how did they put this together? Like, they just rolled it? I'm or so glad you asked. Every August, you can visit <laughs> Cawker City for Twinathon and add to the ball of twine. You are permitted to walk in a circle as long as you are adding to the ball of twine for as long as you would like. Uh, there's a part of me that loves chaos, that wants to undo the ball of twine or get a bunch of cats. I'm so glad you brought that up because Parker City, Kansas is involved in a cold war with Lake Nebogamon, Wisconsin, who have their own ball and have been trying to destroy the ball in Kansas for years. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, Maddie, when you listen to this, become a cat again. Take that ball of twine out. Actually, I was thinking about time. Time loves doing all that kind of stuff. Traveling to see the Lord. Like, I think he was going to see the largest medical bag created. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it could fit like 80 people. In. Jumbo colostomy bag for people who just don't like uh, dealing with their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Though I didn't really like the Settlers of Catan uh, phone game that well. They, they didn't do that great a job with that. I kind of deleted that one. Listen, there's all kinds of different people in the world. And, you know, you may be dead to me now, but <laughs> right. I'll, I'll remember you and then uh, we'll be okay. Again. <laughs> we started off so well. Mayonnaise sucks. I'm a Miracle Whip guy. There. There. I said it. <gasps> uh, no. You know, that's, that's okay. That's all right. Because haters gonna hate, and uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I've got nothing but love for anybody and everybody in the Thread Raiders. Can I go? I'm obsessed. Yes, please. What Do are you it. obsessed Do about? It. So, and I want to be clear here: this is not a paid sponsorship. I just love it. So, I'm really into podcasts. This week, I was I found out that there's a, a television show called Alex Inc which is okay. the guy from uh, Scrubs, mm -hmm. Zach uh, Braff. Yeah. He is a, a father um, or living like in a, you know, in a family. Um, and he decides that he wants to quit his job and start a podcast company. And it's, you know, like a comedy show. It's like a half hour sitcom. Really funny. It was really, really good. Um, the only complaint that I have about it is that they're having him do a voiceover again. So every time he talks at the beginning of the show, it's like very scrubsy. Uh, but after that, you completely forget that he was in Scrubs. He's a brand new guy. And I just, I thought it was really good. So I figured I would mention it uh, during the show. Uh, it's on ABC for those of you who are interested. Although you can actually watch the episodes online. Um, like four or five of them are free uh, at abc.go.com. Yeah, it took me a really long time to get Grizz to come onto the podcast because he was busy watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I binge watch all my shows, so if I don't keep I'm going, sure he's watching it now while he's doing the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's good to hear, though, Grizz, because I watched the uh, first episode, pilot episode, and it didn't hook me. I mean, it was cute, 
but I didn't get hooked, so I'll have to go back and check it out. Um, it gets better. Uh, bad news, though, is that the show was canceled. <gasps> Are you, you serious? You had to say that while we're live? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, no, I'm, I'm also like a, bro- a broadcast TV nerd, so uh, the upfronts were this week, and so I know like all the shows that got canceled and got renewed. Um, yeah, sorry. In all fairness, this was last week's news, so uh, I can't, I'm, I'm held blameless here. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's getting you back for that mayonnaise comment. Oh, Miracle Whip. Yeah, that's Whip what you get song. for loving Miracle Whip, dude. Well, this is good, because now they'll put it out on DVD, and I can just buy it and watch them all whenever I want. Oh, yeah. A silver lining. Uh, the complete series. Oh, I can hear the tears dropping down <laughs> on the desk. Yeah, it's no, but it's it's sad. Too many of these great shows come out and they only last like nine episodes. They get canceled and you're like left going, ah. I have a list of TV shows that were canceled that I am angry at all of humanity about. Okay. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh, that was Kid Notorious. One. I just rage. I rage when I think of them. I have to put that aside. Don't get them started. This is a new one. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. (laughs) So many of you have failed me. (laughs) It's number 61. And I'm sure their little fishy insides could get irritated. I'm going to say true. Oh no, Stinky, what are we going to do? I don't know. I think... Oh. I think I will say true, and if it does turn out to be true, I'm going to go back to school, get a degree in science, and make (laughs) fishy cough medicine. (laughs) Fish cough medicine, the next thing in... uh... You you can call it (laughs) robo-flushing. Oh my god! Boom! On the fly it was. We did not plan that. (laughs) Highlight and number a 60. And the answer is false. Who's I don't know if you realize, but Sia gets very competitive about tea time. Um, about, I think, about tea time? Um, I think you could just, that's an overall statement. <laughs> Again, you've never played Mario Party. Oh my no. god, one time. One? Just, oh. One? That's my hotel. <laughs> and that was Mario Party 7. <laughs> Never mind the previous ones. Oh yeah, that was seven nightmares in. <laughs> you are such a saint, oh god. Every time I'm like, are you sure you want to play this with me? Oh, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I'd give you a chance to get out. You're like, no, we're friends. It's not possible <laughs> to mash the button any quicker than she does in Flower Power, which I believe is the name of the, of the I game. I love Flower Power. It's my favorite game. <laughs> like, I'm I've so literally nice. just started to bloom, and she's resting her arm because she's done. <laughs> I do. I get so grounded. I like use like my leg to get in on it. I love that game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Chris, don't act like you don't know. I once you saw the remote yes, catch you fire know. in your hand from pressing the button that hard. Yeah. No, you love that game too. Don't even try. 
I have to ice my wrist stars. afterwards. It's all about the bonus stars, guys. Yes, it's always. I'm winning. I'm winning. Oh, bonus star. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you truthfully hate that game. It's just because I remember the bonus stars. <laughs> they don't even announce. And I get them, them all. <laughs> they don't announce the bonus stars. You just—they just happen to work out in your favor. I don't think they even have bonus stars anymore. They remove them later. Yes, it's called it's it's called the chaotic rule. <laughs> I got rid of it. <laughs> it's because they're, they're like, look, this game has ruined more relationships no. than Fortnite. <laughs> you know what they did? They put me in a vehicle with other people so that I could not be an independent person. I think that's terrible. Got, it's a terrible rule. They got rid of that in the new one. No, you know what I hate? <laughs> what, the Switch? A new Mario Party comes out. I have to buy a new console. It's so awful. <laughs> now I have to buy you don't have to buy just it. To just play. go to Blockbuster and rent it. Oh, wait a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, what about um, Hollywood? Maybe the one oh. in Alaska that's yeah, right. open. It's promo time. 2019, a brand new year. Time for new beginnings. Time for making new friends and... Letting go of old grudges, except with your dice. I don't have to remind you about how those selfish little bastards have failed you. Failed you, I say, over the past year. I don't have to remind you of the dozens and dozens of nat ones that mysteriously popped up at just the worst possible moment. Start the new year off right. Start the new year off with a brand new set of tabletop loot dice to replace the filthy, slimy bastards who stole, stole your happiness. Right now is the perfect time to head on over to tabletoploot.com to see their wide variety of beautiful and, more importantly, trustworthy replacements. This is the easiest New Year's resolution you could possibly make condemning your treacherous dice to the trash bin of history and replacing them with beautiful, shiny sets of tabletop loot dice. They also have other items like t-shirts, dice jails, and a mug, which may or may not be a mimic. And while you're there marveling at the marbling, be sure to punch in the code THREADRAIDERS at checkout to receive 15% off of your order. After all, I'm guessing you're just like the rest of us. Dirt broke after five weeks of shopping for people you only see once a year. Tabletop loot, loot for every table. And now, back to our show. Number 59. I'm intrigued, so I pop open the box. I run around the back corner, and I slip this gold ring on. And it's some <laughs> kind of jewel. It's, it's a red jewel. I'm not sure what it is. I've never seen anything like it. So I slide it onto my left ring finger, and then I feel this queasy feeling in my stomach. Everything oh, no. goes black. Sounds about and right. And a second later, <laughs> I'm looking around, and I hear, can I help you, sir? And I, I'm in this fortress. You have this butler where, ring. Where, where am I? <laughs> this is this is Kagnarok's instant fortress. Welcome. I am at your service. Ooh. Fortress on the fly. I like uh, it. That. Nice. I get scared. I hurry up and take it off. And then no. I'm back, back where on. I was. That's and important. I throw it yes. in the box and go. <laughs> Scale of one to ten, how English is your butler? <laughs> Not very. <laughs> how English is your butler? <laughs> oh, my God. 58. 
So you open the box and you see the keys, and then you see what looks like a marker. Um, not a, you know, of course it's it's not like a marker you'd find today, but kind of looks like a marker stick with a cap on it. So marker like a sharpie, like it's permanent, or marker like a yeah. expo, which you can erase. It looks looks like a permanent, but you don't know because you haven't used it yet if it's going to be permanent or not. It doesn't say I written on the side permanent. Want to draw a happy face on Grizz's forehead? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What happens? You draw a happy face on his head, and then the face eyes start blinking, and it goes, "Hello, thank you, welcome." Starts talking. Your forehead's talking to me. <laughs> Are you doing that, Grizz? Are you making it talk to me? We call this a life doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> that is so cool. Hello, face. <laughs> Quick, draw oh, me an oil can. The face was talking to me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, do I need to be the face now? No, you Hello! can't be the face. Take a shoe, March. We should have creeps. <laughs> creeps all around. <laughs> what is that? No. <laughs> Wait, so. I death. Do you want a face too? Um, I have enough faces, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like, I wonder. Okay, so I'm gonna draw like a, a dragon on a on a bar stool. You're drawing it on top of the bar stool. Yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. All right. So the seat where you sit on it, you're drawing yep, a dragon. Mm-hmm. Does the seat big, get hot? Big old dragon. Is it bursting the flames? Yeah. It it doesn't do anything. Mm. It must be your forehead, Grizz. <laughs> The magical forehead. Is it reading your thoughts to me? Were you thinking about crepes? I've got so much intelligence, it's just leeching through. <laughs> it goes, snap cap 344. Snap cap 344. Crepes are a form of pancake. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm And it's number 57. Come and get it. Snapcap fact number 331. The area code in Cape Canaveral is 321. True. true. These are some uh, pretty confident Why truths. so true? Yeah. We live in Florida. Somebody from there? Uh, oh. <laughs> um. True. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is true. It's almost like we live on the space coast. (laughs) (laughs) I just like your, wow, they're really confident in their answers. (laughs) They they should give us a softball one because this is literally. It might. Yeah. Tony and I live like an hour south of the Cape. (laughs) We do. (laughs) So we know. (laughs) But it actually used to be 407. That's correct. But then we're Oh, sorry. I won't go ahead. Give your fact. Thank sorry. you. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> his bubble, man. He doesn't even get points. He only has facts. <laughs> Number 56. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a fantastic interview. I want to thank all of you for being here. Uh, before we go, a couple of notes. First of all, we were talking about Monopoly earlier. There may be some of you out here who don't know what that is. Uh, it's basically Egyptian rat screw, but with little buildings. No, it's not. Uh, the second thing that is game. that you may have heard me clicking during the course of my, my mouse was clicking. Uh, that's because I was updating my 401k, listening to these guys mm. talk about how much pewter they use. I now have purchased $20,000 in pewter futures. Oh, shit. That's Sophie's fault. They're actually all plastic now. 
yeah, they're all plastic now. Wow, wow. Hurry up, back out, back out. I thought you were doing echolocation. Now, the real question is, was this all a complicated <laughs> inception where we were trying to make you buy all those Peter stocks? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to mute that noise now because <laughs> oh, no. it's a copyright infringement and I don't want to get nailed. <laughs> I'll change it a little bit. It worked. worked. <laughs> and let me just end this interview with a spoken word poem. Mm. Chaos. Oh, Bloat drone, Nurgle, Kegel, end of poem. <laughs> Nurgle, Kegel, that sounds like a great band. <laughs> thank you, dis- dis- I'd go to that thank show. you, Detroit. We've been Nurgle, Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> Number fifty-five. Even, like, some of the stuff that they sell at Gen Con, they even had, like, there's this one table that had scents that it, like, might smell like a sewer, and you could bring that to your table oh, to like add a to scent. the effect. Yeah, like a smell of some kind. Like, no, wait a you minute. Know, how, do you, how do you sell a scent? I know, right? It's, <laughs> they look no, like No, I'm little, asking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell they are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they look like, uh, basically, small gemstones. Uh, in like a small container and each one you open up smells like something different. I don't know like the science behind it on how they create that scent. Mm -hmm. That would take me too long to explain on your podcast, but I know how. (laughs) Oh, you know? Oh, see? See? TK. No, no. TK, we brought you here for your scientific uh, prowess. (laughs) Tell Uh, us the ways. The the gemstones are oxygen activated. It's actually sulfur. TK, your time is up. I'm sorry. We have to go back to Gen Con. So now let me ask you this. If you're at the table, what do you have to like smell every box to figure out like which one's the smoke and which one's the ham? No, they label them for you. Oh, well, that's clever. Yeah, it was very clever. <laughs> they were all labeled there too, so you could smell them all. Can I get like 10 of these for my office? Justin Ham? You can. So I can bother people with the smell of ham all day? <laughs> you can. We'll get you a little fan to go with it so that the whole office can <laughs> People are going to lunch at 9.45 in the morning. I can't take it anymore. (laughs) Number 54. You're going to be a part of the Thread Reader Club. You must play with us. I will. Yes. I I already have it planned out. I'm making a hole in the wall. It's going to be a bar. And there's going to be the really long hallway behind it with a speakeasy door. And then that's where I'm going to store all my trash. (laughs) Sia's going to do that wall build the sediment around it. Wait a minute. You're going to call it the hole in the wall? (laughs) Well, I mean. (laughs) Oh, God. I just got it. Wow. (laughs) All right. Wait a minute. I didn't think about it. (laughs) I'm so glad we had this conversation off air. We'll call it another name. Sia's a thread raider. We'll call it a different name, but the point is that I have a place to store my trash, and then I could give it out to the community if they need that anything. So I'm really excited about this. Glorious pun entirely intended. Highlight reel number fifty-three. I don't feel like my nose gets bigger. I don't know. Does breaking your nose count as getting bigger? <laughs> yeah, it, it gets bigger in one direction, right? Because like as of... you get older, things get smaller. Well, well that is a myth. Any man will tell you that. (laughs) I I was going to say, they they have pills for that now, CA. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Hugh Hefner proved that wrong himself, all right? (laughs) That man is a hero. See last week's episode. That is not true. (laughs)
Let me be right, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. the answer is false. Nah, no organ <laughs> eyes. <laughs> you. No. Just you said no organ <laughs> eyes. It's like you're you're trying to prove there's nothing there, so you're like ripping its eye out. See, there's no organ here. Is it looking back at itself? See, no organ. <laughs> so this is one of those persnickety moments in our snap caps. Um, so it says specifically that converts salt water to fresh water. And that is incorrect. Penguins, as do many seabirds, um, do have a gland that is directly behind their eyes, and that gland is called a supraorbital gland, and its job is to remove salt from the blood, not from water. Um, I want you to think of it specifically as like a highly specific kidney uh, whose sole job is to remove salt from the system. Um, without it, obviously, any seabird, which, you know, all they do all day long is eat fish out of the salt water, their body would become just racked with brine and they would not be able to uh, function at all. They would just die. Um, so it is very important that they have something that can remove that salt. Um, for those of you who are wondering, the reason why it's behind the eye is because in order to get rid of the brine, uh, they have to sneeze it out. So it, it literally drips out like snot. <laughs> so... <laughs> like the, the whole thing of salty tears, I mean... Yes, they have salty snot. <laughs> it's like, well, penguins, uh, next time I need tears for my players, I know where the hell I'm sending them. <laughs> Long story short, never grab a bird by the bill. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very innuendo-y. Like... <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Oh, here it is. Uh, yes, 51. I would also like to say that <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I was waiting for it. Zabriskie in point is such a a, a gauche way of saying uh, the lowest point in America. First of all, it's the top of the mountain. You have to go to the bottom of Zabriskie point in order to find the lowest point in the United States. So <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <sighs> And, <laughs> and really, it was just a Grizz way for the fact writer to say that Grizz he had seen the 1970 art house classic film of the same name, uh, which is just, again, is super, super snobby. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the you know what? I, I have a fact. I can share facts, too. I can fit 13 marshmallows in my mouth at one time. That is a fact. The normal yes. sexual part of me is it? so excited. And it's on camera. <laughs> you can see it. It's on YouTube <laughs> called Fluffy Bunny. Yeah. We were yes, so close could, to not being PG. Yeah, I could, I I could uh, recommend a website. Um. <laughs> <laughs> see, as I, as I put it when I lost, when when Maddie said, see, how are you doing that? And you're like, I have a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. CA, I would like to mention that that fact makes up for the fact that the last marshmallow-related fact that you gave us had to do with the supreme leader of North Korea fitting 200-plus marshmallows in his mouth, which it turned out was incorrect. <laughs> I did promise that we would circle back to that, and we have. Moving I'm sure on. you could do it, but the sugar rush might kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Number 50. I, I took dozens of pictures of like different board games that I was very interested in, but I know I just didn't have enough time to get to all of them um, because there's like a few, there was one called Monster, uh, what was it? Uh, Monster Mash or Monster Munch or something like that. And it's basically a board game about your our favorite childhood cereal. 
Does it, fit, it feature like things like uh, Frankenberry and Count Chocula and things like that? Oh, and it looked really fun, and I was so upset that I forgot to get it. Like I, I, re- I kept telling myself to get it, and I kept. I was just so busy, and I walked past their booth must at least three times, and I can't believe I forgot. I was a Wheaties man myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see like a, this epic clash of like Tony the Tiger versus uh, the uh, Lucky from Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. and Toucan Sam just comes right in and just barrel rolls them. I oh. like Lucky Charms, but only the oat bits. Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> My now you're God. getting crazy. <laughs> By the way, did anybody pick up on Death being like, "Oh, I was in the lounge." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I did. I was snickering. The they gave us free samples in the lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, there was no samples of any kind. It was just mostly like a if you really want to get away from the giant crowd of people and find a quiet room, here's that room. <laughs> And to think, I used to like you as a person. <laughs> yeah. Get away from all the nerds and geeks and hang out with your peers in the newsroom. Oh my, it's a 49. How random is that? <laughs> like, we had no problem any other time. Like, Saturday, nothing. It was literally Thursday was the worst traffic day. I guess because everybody's there getting their ticket to their different destinations for their garages and stuff. So all the lines were there. But then after that, it was smooth sailing. They want their flying cupcake. And the flying cupcake people were only there on Thursday. We all know what's up. It was so good, you won't even talk about it. Because you're afraid that they'll sell out next year before you can get there. They will sell so out greedy. because they're so delicious. Greedy. However, if you would like to look up their website, it is theflyingcupcakebakery.com. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to look at yes. food that I can't eat. <laughs> you know me well, so well. What I'll have to do <laughs> is I'll have to order some before I come down to visit CA and just get them to put a bunch of D20s on it. Oh, yay. <laughs> they might even put D20s on it for you. Yeah. If they do that, they are now my favorite cupcake place ever. <laughs> I wonder if flying cupcakes will deliver via airmail. Oh, they might. I know they do cupcake parties. How cute is that cupcake party? (laughs) (laughs) And TK, I don't want you to worry because the Marriott has a special room that has coffins in it instead of beds. So (laughs) there would be a place for you if you wanted to go along. Number 48, the Celebrity Podcast. Speaking of children, however, there is a petition going on for all those who are interested. If you would like to see this mascot, Gritty, on Sesame Street, you can sign the petition to make this happen. I will sign this petition just because I, yes. I, I may or may not be a horrible human being who's going to hell, and I need this. You can go to change.org. To get gritty, the new mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers to appear on Sesame Street. <laughs> Sign up today. I'm so excited. I would like to point out that this week, uh, Ralphie, the Colorado mascot, shot himself in the nuts with a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> this even trumps that. Okay, this is How do you, it, the worst week in mascot news. This is the top story. It, the, oh the, there's a clear way to shoot those things. It's a freaking <laughs> potato cannon that shoots shirts. Aim the hole the other way. <laughs> This is brutal. I don't Look even at this know thing. how that happens. He's just a big orange mop. 47. Yes, that's right. We're on number 47. Enjoy.
coloring the etching so that you can do multicolor on top of the etching. Yeah, I'm gonna need 24 Texas Rattler glass beer steins. Is what I'm looking for. <laughs> I hope you're ready for that. I mean, what about the Texas anaconda? Because it's prettier. Well, actually, it's a um, it's actually a non-poisonous snake. All it does is hunt rats. <laughs> I've lost interest. You you lost me at non-poison. <laughs> So, oh, sorry. Well, then, if you like the poison stuff, I'm sure I can introduce you to one of the many other yes. snakes that we have here in Texas. <laughs> Introductions are in order. Because we do have our fair share, and my fear of them are nice and healthy. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to realize, I was a kid, and I was playing in the woods, and I had a snake fall out of a tree and land on my shoulders. So, oh, well, there's that. A- after that <laughs> point there, I have a real healthy fear of snakes. You know, it's funny you bring that up, because TK's father once wrestled a uh, an electric eel to the ground on the beach uh, in like Massachusetts it was incredible you should hear that story sometime we don't have time for it today because we're in a rush but uh, it's a great story tune in in discord you should go I to our wrote... discord he'll tell yes. you all about it yes okay TK we got a date for that one <laughs> this number brought to you by the numbers 4 and 6 because it's Number 46. There is a wand in the statue. Really? There is. So it kind of snakes its way up the kobolds something something? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, something, how something. deep is the wand shoved up the kobold? It's, <laughs> These are I mean, are we talking questions. Do I have to it's like reach deep. in there to pull it out or is it protruding yes. in some way that You know, you need okay. to do some fisting action to get that out. Uh, are we talking like a straight stick, or is there any sort of like... <laughs> no curvature. Okay. Straight. <laughs> I feel like that would be a bit much for this podcast. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> is it wrapped in any sort of vines or anything like that that make it unique? It is made of ivory, but it does have a vine around it. Okay. What kind of feather is in the wand? Um, I don't know if you would know that. Do you know enough about wands? Okay, uh, so I uh, I lick the bottom of the wand to taste the feather. What what am I? <laughs> you lick this wand that came out of the statue. It's well known that ass. is how you identify wands in this world. <laughs> I don't. Think Everyone that's knows how this. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Master Yen taught me. I know. Forty-five. Tk. You should just stop podcasting right now and go out to YouTube because you are looking a million-dollar gift horse right in the mouth. Blowtorch <laughs> Mini Melter has to be the greatest YouTube channel I could possibly think of. Go earn your millions. Forget about us. Go get your money. Get paid. Look, I painted this great mini. This is an acetylene torch that will melt through a piece of two-and-a-half-inch steel. This is goddamn brilliant. Just set up a camera, put a mini in front of it, melt the fuck out of it. Exactly. Turn it into a puddle. Exactly. And like, scour eBay like, for like the, rare minis so that you can paint them and then melt okay. those just for you the You know what happened? Uh, people would find, hunt me down and murder me at PAX next year for that. <laughs> you guys would just see a lynch mob waiting for me outside PAX. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, here's will, what you do. Record it melting and then reverse it so that you go total Terminator with it. <laughs> oh. like, I melted this mini and reformed it with the power of time magic. That's right. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll know you can you give me 5%. I'm in. <laughs> I'll hold the torch.
<laughs> like I didn't melt it. It's okay. Grizz melted it. I just put it there while he had a blowtorch held at a 48 degree angle. I didn't know what he's going to do to it. <laughs> no, that's not my voice saying no, a little to the left. <laughs> Number 44, love. You pull out a uh, seemingly pretty, plain, intricate wooden flute. Ooh. Wow. Grizz strum it. And. Your strum a flute? A flute? Oh, a flute. Oh, no. I was thinking. Not a lute. Oh. I would love to see your strum a flute. Yeah, I was like, it's a flying lute, which we call a flute. Um. As you initially play it, as soon as you hit a particular note, suddenly a small spout of flame shoots Ooh. out the other side. Whoa. The fire flute. Yep. All right. How many holes in your flute? There are, oh gosh, six holes. All right. Now, does that include the big hole at the end? No. So. And the one you blow seven, into? Seven. <laughs> and the one you blow into, so eight. Okay. Now, you've ruined my next question, so I'll move on. <laughs> uh. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> Tony, if you could not lie to me, that would be amazing. We can be moving along a lot faster. <laughs> what kind of wood is your flute made out of? Uh, mahogany. Ooh, fancy, Ooh. fancy. It's so fancy. fancy I, I put it up on eBay. <laughs> is there anything carved into the flute, like the name of the person who made it or uh, like, you know, uh, any sort of like uh, uh, you know, magical incantation or anything like that? Um... Oh, gosh. We will accept no. No. Let's go with no. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Looks at it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it wore off in time yep. past. <laughs> and I ask, only because this came up in episode three, can you play it underwater? Yes. <laughs> nice. Wow. Can play it underwater? <laughs> sure. All right. So I find there's right nearby, there's this old rainwater puddle, and it just is full of pus and grime and all kinds of road wash off so I jam my head into it <laughs> and I play the flute <laughs> now what happens do I get steam out of that yeah you're gonna get some steam no, laughing at you <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of questions too from your traveling companions like why would you We're stick so your curious. head in there <laughs> they're used to stuff like that I'm sure it's perfectly oh, yeah. normal Ooh. in retrospect I realized I just could have put the mouth of the flute you into could've. the puddle but yes <laughs> I meant submerged in water but yeah that works that works number four to three well, that question doesn't matter, and neither do any of the others, because this is the only question that matters in the entire quiz. Uh -oh. Question number one. In a 2016 science fiction movie, action star Donnie Yen plays the blind monk Chirut Imwi, who stunned audiences by kicking 14 stormtroopers' asses using what midichlorian-based phenomenon? The Force? That is incorrect. That was a trick question. There's no such thing as a midichlorian-based <laughs> phenomenon. You are not nerds. Jacques. Jacques. Midichlorians are an offense to all things nerdiness and a cash grab <laughs> by so uh, you, profiteers who shall remain nameless. You said what midichlorian-based thing, not... They do exist. You didn't say that it shouldn't exist, because they shouldn't exist, but technically it is still canon, so... 
first of all, the problem is you think that I said that. <laughs> I, I'm in charge of editing, so really I didn't say you that. You said it whatever you want. <laughs> I submit. And now we're moving on to the news. <laughs> well done. We're, well we're going to have to change the name of our podcast to just From Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. 42. So you hear some ticking, but as you start playing around with the dials, you see a hologram appear. And as you continue to play with the dials, you begin to see all of the planes of D&D. You can see the material plane, planar travel planes, transitive planes. They're all there. It's amazing. So now, when I look at the planes, can I actually see things in motion, like creatures or uh, any sort of detail? Uh, like, I mean, is it they a live detailed. view? They are detailed. Um, you could see like weather patterns. Uh, you can also see portals on there. So if anybody has started a portal, or um, if somebody uses a magical portal, you'd be able to see that on your your map. Can I stick my finger in the hologram and mess with the world? <laughs> Which one are you going to mess with? Can Just I flick? <laughs> you want to flick the Debbie plane? <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> I look for something that's got like crazy space aliens that no human has ever seen and I flick it. <laughs> How far does the portal go? <laughs> I don't think you should flick planes. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a really bad idea. The next bad guy we meet, he's going to be like, who the hell do you think you are? And I'm going to be like, I'm the planes flicker. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next wizard supplement. On guard. Planes and I take, out, I take out the special contraption and I start dialing in. Which plane are we on? <laughs> Where does your mother live? In big Latin. Oh, he's just a big cat. Yeah, he's just a big cat. The cats have taught him how to behave. He is a big cat. And then Sophie teaches him how to dog. Yeah, Rachel has a dog <laughs> who tries to, you know, be a dog influence on my poor dog who thinks he is a large cat because all of his role models are cats. I have a hamster who's teaching me how to build a house. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like a, a master's course in uh, in architecture. Really? Uh, tell us more. Yeah, about I'm, what I'm very intrigued by like. this. I have never had a hamster. I'm always mystified by I what have, they do. I have a question, though, about your hamster. All right. Is his name Boo? No. Oh. <laughs> his name is Radley, actually. Okay. I, I, I know what you're doing with that, Rachel. So, so he's not a space hamster. <laughs> no, he is not a space hamster. I assume. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Princess Persephone Croft Kerfuffle is the name of a hamster. Oh my goodness. That's yes. super cute. I had, I had to stop drinking my coffee because I was trying not to spit that out. <laughs> Thank you for not spitting coffee. That is amazing. <laughs> this is what happens when you ask the internet to name your pet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on the flip side, it's not much better when we get to name our own pets. So <laughs> we, have, we named a bunch of kittens after X-Men because it seemed like the best choice. Hey, you got a little bit on the going there. It's uh, number forty. Oh no! Is it is it is it like a big hole, big crack? No, it looks. Is there a baby coming out? <laughs> oh my god, we've awoken something! <laughs> <laughs> Quick, put Across... it back in the nest. <laughs> Across the 
uh, crack is engraving in Eldric. And it says, to whoever reads me shall unleash me. Mm. Griswicks. You want to read it? <laughs> you flip it over and on the other side it says, in case of fire, break. <laughs> That's a dragon joke. Is it in a language we know? <laughs> yes, it's written in... Uh, the, you magically know the language upon reading it. How about, Griswicks, you read half and then I'll read the other half and maybe it won't open because it's not like one person read the whole thing. <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I read Ixne Kaplan Mafouj. And then I stop. Go ahead. I read my half in an appropriate tone. That was really, really good, by the way. <laughs> so, TK, what does half of it say? <laughs> that is up to you to decide. If you decipher it right, then it opens. Oh, well, that's not good. Well, what did you find out, Chris? What, what is your half? I think it says <laughs> Jimmy Crack Corn. And now I still, need the, I still need that other half. We won't know if I'm right unless I get the other half. I think mine's like, oh, oh, what's mine say? I don't know. You won't tell it to me. <laughs> oh, no. I have to make up a language? Akhnefuft. Boop. Yes, there it is. <laughs> what does mine say? And I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the egg. How close to the world's greatest uh, wizard and sorcery story does this game come to? I would say it, it gets fairly close. I mean. I wouldn't say Harry Potter is the world's greatest. They're, they're, Judge your mouth. What uh, just uh, happened? I need us to back up. I need us to back up because these are some harsh I'm words. I'm sorry. This Cindy is how people lose friends? I think my ear hole was clogged. Okay. <laughs> there's a, there's just a book series I my have to ears send you guys. Deceive me. My bestie just said something about Harry Potter. Good day, mate. It's number 38. So I'm going to take the dragon and I'm going to look under his ear to see if there's like any messages written there. Like, help us. We're trapped in prison. You know, please send food and water. Is there anything <laughs> like that? No messages, but it's warm to touch. My dragon? Yeah. I touched the penguin. Is it cold? It is. This is awesome. I touched the frog. Is it slimy? <laughs> Does he smell like it's, Budweiser? He smells like moss. <laughs> But let me guess, does it does it make the sound of Bud Wiser? <laughs> he doesn't make that noise. No. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. That was last oh. episode. <laughs> <laughs> if I touch the penguin, will my computer run better? No. <laughs> <laughs> Big oh, time nerd that. joke. Yes. You're welcome, <laughs> people. <laughs> That's really cool. I like that. Are there any other animals? Because now you got me excited. I want to know... There are 50 animals. Oh, my God. <laughs> another monster podcast, people. Strap it in. Animal number four, go. Is it an antelope? When I touch it, uh, do I get Lyme disease? One of them looks like Molly the oh. Yak. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a yak. <laughs> Can I milk it? 
the, I don't know. milk the origami yet? No. <laughs> you, might, you might need to be careful because I'm sure the milk would be pretty yakky. That, that would be amazing. Imagine you're in the desert, right? And you're super thirsty and you take out your paper yak and start sucking on the bottom of it. You can get yourself <laughs> some liquid refreshment. That's perfect. What are you doing? I, I'm just sucking on my yak. Oh, it sounds so bad. Let's make sure that it's a female yak first. Is it a female yak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's Molly. Okay, because that's going to change the next uh, what's in the box uh, if it's a male yak. It's a whole other kind of episode. That is a cool idea. You have certainly won this week's what's in the box. That was good. Oh, yeah. I Yay, like it. But you don't even know what they do. I do know what they do. They give me milk and moss. No. And <laughs> what was the other no. one? Last time Fire. you sold my skull, we didn't even get to find out what that did. I c- you don't even know what these do. What do the animals do? What do they do? You don't even know. Are you going to open one of them up? You want me to take one of the animals that gives me something and open it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to open up one of the little origami animals. All right. So I opened the origami tick because what could he possibly <laughs> give me, right? <laughs> and if there is no tick, I'll take any arachnid. There can be a tick. That's fine. Yes. I opened the ara- the. Yes. So you have resistance to Lyme disease. Well, what if I open up the dragon? I want to open up the dragon. You have resistance to fire. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. How long does the resistance last? It remains as long as nothing happens to your origami piece. But something did happen to my origami piece. I just tore it to shit. Well, don't tear it up. Just open it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boy, that takes a long it up, time. It's not going to work. <laughs> Do you know how many folds there are in a tick? <laughs> I'm sure quite yes. a few. <laughs> that prison inmate was there for a very long time. That could make like a really interesting snap cap fact. Clip number 37. And just kind of wing it from there. So I notice with a lot of people who paint miniatures, they have different reasons for doing it. One of the popular reasons is that it's very therapeutic to do. Do you find that to be why you enjoy this so much? Oh, extremely so. I just sit down at a table and put on music, drink a beer, and paint, and just kind of forget about everything else. Because I have to concentrate. Because the little dude, they're so small. For me, it makes me want to burn things down to the ground. (laughs) It is too tedious for me, and they look more like tiny little Picasso paintings than they do tiny miniature men of happiness. So People are into that. 36. What do you got, Stinky? Well, am I in raccoon form while I have this? This Yes. (laughs) Excellent. So my little raccoon self is pawing at this little box. And because I'm not used to my little raccoon phalanges yet, I have to require require some help here. (laughs) So I just kind of hold my box up in the air. And I'm like, (laughs) What's that, stinkums? (laughs) I climb up on a pole. My God, it's rabid. You don't know what's in the box? I shake my head. No, 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 not rabbit. No. Please have mercy. I just start giving it trash. There you go. (laughs) Oh, thank you for the garbage. I very much enjoy it. But this box, though, and I'm shaking the box above my head. Somebody Uh, take it, please. I take the box from the trash panda. Yay! (laughs) Trash panda for life. 
And what's in the box when I open it? I'm going to open it up slowly and look inside. When you open the box, it kind of glows a little bit. And it kind of floats out up towards you. And it is the most boopiest of snoots. <laughs> it's and just the snoot floats. It's a snoot in a box? <laughs> is that like a pig in a blanket? <laughs> yes. The snoot in a box. All right. I love my snoot box. Yeah, your snoot box. Yay. So, are you going to boop the snoot? I am so booping this snoot with my own snoot. We're snooting. Oh, my god! Wait a minute. Gosh. Do we have to adorn the snoot before we boop it? Or is, can Don't you boop it? Don't ruin in- my moment. Right, continue. Oh, no. This is you boop it with your nose. Boop snooting like at did. its finest. <laughs> what happens? So, because you gave it the best boop that it has ever <laughs> been booped in before, <laughs> all of a sudden... It explodes into the most beautiful rainbow glitter <gasps> that goes down all over you and all over everything around it's you. So and pretty. as we know, it never leaves because it's fucking <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's no joke. There, there's still glitter on my desk when somebody decorated it once. I cannot get it over. And it's rainbow glitter? It is rainbow glitter. Dude, I'm fabulous. <laughs> you are so fabulous. I mean, see, this is already a universal fact, so. Is number 35. I actually didn't. I went to a Chinese restaurant called Joy Tin Lao in Chinatown, and it's incredible. Nice. Yes, they have a dim sum carts that they wheel around, and then you can pick stuff off the cart, and it's actually really great on pricing and the food is delicious um, awesome. i don't speak chinese so unfortunately i don't know what i ate to tell you what to get but <laughs> uh-huh. i highly recommend it. it's great always go with the meat on the stick <laughs> oh yeah it's always a winner yeah. <laughs> you don't have to tell me What's, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow i didn't even get that oh i got it, it oh, we got a sound effect for that <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so what's the main <laughs> number 34 a third guard runs from the far side of the compound and swings a spiked mace at your head but due to your sudden blindness you face plant onto the ground never expecting your head not to be where it was the third guard knocks herself unconscious with the follow throw her body lands on top of your own, and for two minutes, you struggle to extricate yourself from the underside of this beefy maiden. <laughs> beefy maiden. That's great. That is so going to be a tavern name. I'm going to the beefy maiden. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a good one. Also a brothel on the back. Aren't she just a bunch of crazy swashbuckling sea lords? Yeah, we're making it to number 33. You can use uh, fudge dice if you want special dice. They have the plus and minus. What is the fudge dice? They have plus and minuses on them. Oh, that's nice. And they're made out of fudge. What does that mean when I I fudge something? If it's a a plus means you succeed, a minus means you fail. Okay. That seems self-explanatory. Like, uh, (laughs) D&D has... Sorry, I asked now. Can we cut that out? (laughs) Click, click. Okay, we're back. <laughs> yes, Paul, forget you heard that. Yep. It didn't happen. <laughs> Speak well of us, Paul. <laughs> yes, please remember me how I was before I said everything today. <laughs> remember when you didn't know me yesterday. Let's go back to that. Okay? 
number 32. Um, dancing Lights, which he learned from Madame Prindle, the medium. And Card Tricks and Sleight of Hand uh, are his uh, expertise, which he learned from uh, Jezebel, the tarot card reader. Also, he owns a pet monkey. Oh, who would have thought? Yes. And what's the monkey's name? Spankums. No, it's not. <laughs> awesome. That's right. that, that is a great monkey. It's name. actually it's Miskusk, but it's Spankum spelled backwards. <laughs> that's impressive. See, that's it's a, improv. It's a strange monkey theme going on, though. And you see what you did there? You actually said no, but I improved anyway. No, oh, yes, that's advanced yes, improv. And. Number thirty-one. So delicious. All right, TK, what's in your box? Uh, this is an inspiration from Extra Life, actually. From your game, CA. <gasps> Shut up, I inspired someone. <laughs> what is in my box? When you reach inside, you get a stick. Dun, dun, dun. And on the stick <laughs> is a... Now, wait a minute. <laughs> ...frozen piece of halibut. I don't understand. Did you say fish on a stick? Is that what you said? <laughs> Not just a fish. Yes, that sounds exactly like my campaign. A, a, yes, a that's that's what I would say. That can be used as a sword and does poison damage. I'm sorry, wait. I, I watched Extra Life for 55 hours. It's a fish hours. on a stick. That could be a sword. <laughs> I had the stick. Uh, David didn't have a stick. I used to have the stick because, you know. Because you're, you're a decent person. That's fine. Yes. let me explain i feel like i have to explain myself (laughs) okay there was a donation that would change a weapon into an inanimate object (laughs) so i said david do you want to name what the inanimate object is and he was like well i don't know what and i was like well it's a fish (laughs) so he beat this vine this assassin vine with a fish (laughs) Because that's all he had. <laughs> all right. Now it makes sense. I appreciate you so putting it on a stick. It's that's a fish smart. sword yes. that does poison damage. Yes. In case you're wondering what hour 50 of a nonstop Thread Raiders podcast looks like, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't stab you with the fish, Grizz. Number 30. Uh, Put him on and punch something. Yeah. Put it on and punch That me. would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... C.A. <laughs> what happens to me? I land a perfect open palm punch on her right femur. C.A.'s leg is encased in ice and fire. Both ice and fire? Yes, the ice is, contr- is controlling the fire. So the fire is there doing constant damage and the ice prevents it from going out. I'm going to like <laughs> try to tip over my leg that's like solid to roll because that's what they say to do in fire. No, no. This is Stop just like a roll. jellyfish thing. I know exactly what to do and I start going from my... Don't be on me! Don't be on me! <laughs> it's the only solution! I'm okay! I'm okay! No! <laughs> Number 29. And the answer is true. Ah, woo! Woo! Wow. Victory. He's a horrible president. <laughs> 1,000 miniatures. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Next thing you know, Lee's house is just filled with miniatures magically. He's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what the hell? My cats would be so happy. Aww.
<laughs> By the middle of the 1800s, which was around the time of the Civil War, uh, people, generally speaking, understood what electricity was. It was the lightning that came from the sky that killed you in the middle of the day. So when people began talking about how they could have deployed that in your house... You say that facts are serious. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what that is. That's the death light from sky. That's right. Someone pissed off Zeus again. <laughs> Most people have been had spent their time trying to route it into the ground via a lightning rod. However, somebody decided to bring it indoors. And uh, that was around the time when it was installed into the White House. President Harrison and his wife were both deathly afraid of being electrocuted uh, by touching the light switches. And so they had only the servants touch the light switches in the house. So it's okay if a servant dies, but nope, I'm the president. Yes. Can't die. They were simpler times. (laughs) 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 Number 28. And as far as your About Us page is concerned, uh, I noticed that five of you are clearly standing in front of the exact same poster, but that the other four appear to be just random photographs of total strangers from the internet. <laughs> no, they're real people. We actually know them, I swear. If you okay, need part. to inflate your numbers, that's all right. It makes you look better. We all do it a little bit. I mean, not us, but others. I'm sure others yeah. do it. It's actually only three of us, and we do a whole bunch of voices really well. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Oh, my goodness. But that's also because some of us, you know, all live in the same town and actually game together face-to-face, and now Tony and I moved, so we play online. So we have expanded. Yeah. They abandoned we have... us. <laughs> no. We uh, moved to a cheaper area. <laughs> it was not personal. It was personal. This is a perfect segue. Now we're going to go and do voice wars. <laughs> I will choose a voice to do, and then you have to do it. Estes Kefauver. Go. Wait, what? No, you can't do that Wait, one who? again. You already did that one. Yeah, I'm like, I oh, don't even know true. who that is, so... Miss Piggy, go. <laughs> Kermit! <laughs> Kermit, there's someone in my dressing room. <laughs> How could you do this to me? Oh, that was really good. That was really good. That was. Thank you. Wow, Tony, you have hidden skills I didn't know about after all these years of marriage? <laughs> I just don't do some voice or try to because, one, I mean... It's ridiculous. <laughs> Imagine coming up to an NPC is like, how could you come to me right now? I am so distraught. Why has that not happened, Tony? I know, exactly. <laughs> I need to meet somebody with that voice now, Tony. Orenthal in space. <laughs> we bring out the best in people here in the podcast. Yeah, you guys All are right. awesome. Thank you for having us. We've already yeah. learned new things about Number 27. You don't know what that means, so you, you know, we're going to open the box anyway. <laughs> Lock is broken on it. As you open the box, is a the, the tiny box inside the box is a ruby necklace that pulses and calls to you. You, you feel like this necklace wants you and only you. And you take it out. And put it on, and you hear a voice. Find my motivation sticks and my corset, <laughs> and you shall truly possess my power. I think I hear the voice of TK. Stop right there. Yes, Talking that is definitely me. not the voice that asked me for a corset. <laughs> Get in character, man. Uh, yeah, TK, we're gonna we're gonna need a voice on that. 
don't know if I can do that voice. Do you need, do you need me to do my Marilyn? Is that what this is? <laughs> yes, what, yes, do, we do. what does the necklace say? <laughs> we need some motivational sticks. The we motivational need some sticks. motivational sticks. And okay. the corset. In order to and gain corset. its power. And my corset? Wrong. Yes, in your corset. <laughs> to gain my power. All right, here goes. <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> we need some motivational sticks and my corset to gain my power. <laughs> Is that accurate? Is that what it yeah. sounded like? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> and you can't remove the necklace because as you try to, you hear, if you remove me, everything within a 2,000-mile radius will be dust. Damn. Oh, it's another glitter bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Number 26. <laughs> I'm going with true because I have a feeling that, I mean, I made Mandy a pearl necklace once and I, my hands swelled up. Oh, did you? Up. Hey, now. Well, Watch our rating. Watch the rating. I, I ordered her a... Uh, We're still in PG-13 category. I ordered her a pearl offline and put it into silver. But I had to pour vinegar over my hands because, you know, I'm allergic to clams and it was inside a clam. Wow. You risked you your life for a, for a gift? For yes. your wife? Yes. Oh, and I got severely yelled at for it. Wow. <laughs> well, not really yelled at. She's like, that was stupid. Are you okay? It's like, yeah, my hands are just swollen. They'll be this way for Mandy, a Mandy, I need oh you God. to take this thing and stab it into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally touched the clam. <laughs> Don't ask. It's about Christmas. <laughs> and the answer is true. <laughs> because otherwise, TK would have risked his life for nothing. That's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode 40A of the Thread Raiders podcast. We'd like to take a minute to thank all of our guests who have agreed to trash their careers by coming onto the show. From Cape Canaveral to Corpus Christi, so many of you have donated your fabulous voices to the Thread Raiders vocal lacrimatory, and we love you all for your sacrifice. We also want to thank our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. As always, if you use the code THREADRAIDERS at checkout, you will receive a 15% discount on your entire order. And one final reminder, this is part one of a two-part episode, so don't forget to check out episode 40B for the top 25 moments of the year. And for more information on the Thread Raiders, you can check us out on our website at www.threadraiders.com, where we have links to all of our social media properties, including Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Discord, YouTube, Instagram, etc., etc., etc. 